You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school-oriented production of The Summit Church. What's up, Impact? Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody feeling tonight? Woo, woo, woo. All right. Guys, great. Hey, uh, my name's Chris. We're so glad y'all are here hanging out with us tonight. If it's your first time to Impact, welcome. Hope you have a wonderful time tonight. Stick around after the message and after the last song. We'll have the VIP experience just for you. Hey, but I want to talk to you guys real quick about something my man Graham mentioned earlier. Fall out. Anybody in here excited about fall out? Yes, yes, yes. Fantastic. Hey, uh, so this screen right now is kind of just like hanging out as a screen server. So let's not worry about that momentarily. But guys, fall out if you can see, I believe, on these screens. Yes, beautiful. Guys, Fallout is happening October 26th to 28th. Y'all, registration is up and it's ready to go now. It is $25 per student. And what that will cover is a cookout Friday night, breakfast, burritos, Saturday morning, a trip to either get air, spare time, or celebration station, and some more food after that. And you'll also get a really, really sweet Fallout t-shirt. Right, that we're working on, we're, we're building that for you guys. It's going to look really nice. We think you'll like it. But guys, talk to your group about it tonight because we want to be sure that your small group gets the location that you guys want to go to because everybody in here cannot go to the same place. Does that make sense? So if everybody wanted to go to Celebration Station, well, only about 20 groups are going there. And then about 20 groups are going to go to Spare Time. Same thing with Get Air. But guys, if you have questions, you can talk to your small group leader about that or find me out in the lobby. It's going to be a wonderful time this weekend. Now, I want to go ahead and ask you guys uh, about our series that we're in. If you guys remember, we're in this thing called Group Life. And if you remember, last week we kicked it off talking about how we are all made for each other. Right? We're made to do life with each other. If you guys were walking around like if Andy was our owner or our boss, we'd have his name on our foot. No? Yeah, guys, that's what we, tonight we're going to go one step further, but we're going to do something different instead of talking about why exactly and how exactly we're made for each other. We're going to do something a little bit different. And to start, I want to bring up somebody on stage. Uh, I, I want to bring up uh, Tyler Covey. Is Tyler Covey here tonight? Tyler Covey. Y'all get up for Tyler real quick. Everybody give it up for Tyler. Oh, come on, Tyler. Oh, make a little bit more noise, Tyler. Come on. Yes. Oh, we got some music for him. That's fantastic. I like it. Okay. It's a very special day for Tyler tomorrow. It is actually Tyler's birthday tomorrow. Yeah. So I, I thought we could, you know... Celebrate him a little bit with a little happy birthday. Does anybody want to sing a song? Happy birthday to him. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. We're in group life series. Uh, so I thought we might be able to sing him a little happy birthday. You guys ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tyler. Happy birthday to you. Woo! Give it up for Tyler. Oh, Tyler, before you leave, hold on. Since you're up here, since you're here, uh, is Tyler's group here by chance? Any of Tyler's students? 
Yeah, where are the guys at? All right, Michael's back there. Steven's up. Come on, Steven. You guys come up front with us, please. And if you can, guys, grab a, get a couple other guys to, to come up here with you. Just a couple guys come up here with uh, Tyler. And I think, I think we have something backstage that we're going to try and do. Because, Tyler, I think you're a pretty strong guy, aren't you? He said he was very strong. I said, how strong? He said, too strong. Okay. So, and what we're going to try and do right now, uh, let's see if we can bring out uh, just a little prop for you guys real quick. And let's see here. This looks like we got a bit of a uh, tug of war rope here. Okay. And what we're going to do is we're going to come down right up front here. If you guys don't mind just making a little bit of space. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And here's what we're going to try and do. Tyler's going to stand on this, this side over here with his end of the rope. He's getting, he's getting pretty. He's fixing his glasses. We can give him a second. It's his birthday tomorrow. He can do whatever he wants. And then we're going to have Stephen and Jeremiah and Michael on this side over here holding this end of the rope. And since we are in the, uh, the group life series, I don't know who you guys think are, is going to win here. Um, but we're going to do a little tug of war here and just see if you guys think Tyler will win. Make some noise for Tyler real quick. It is his birthday, yes. And if you guys think that his group over here will win, make a little bit of noise. Okay, looks like he's getting like some serious uh, traction here and everything. This is fantastic. Okay, so I'm gonna get out of the way. I'm gonna stand up here and see how you guys do here. And if we can, got, if we can do like a countdown, if you guys can help me in the crowd, we're gonna count down from three and we'll see who actually wins. And if you guys could, yeah, you're back. You might want to watch your feet just a little bit, Karis. There we go. All right, you guys ready? We're going to go three. Uh, it's close. Uh, all right, we're going to call it. We're going to call it. We're going to call it. Okay. Uh, if you guys think Tyler was victorious, give it up for Tyler. If you think Jeremiah and Stephen and Michael were victorious, give it up for them. Wonderful. I think I heard a couple boos. Oh, my gracious. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Give it up for Tyler. Tyler, happy birthday. As we talk about group life, guys, y'all yeah, can go ahead and, uh, and be seated. If you want to come back up front, you absolutely can. Hey, if I could get a hand, could somebody come and move this TV for me? Thank you so much, Brent. I appreciate it, brother. Hey, guys, the reason we do a, yeah, Brent. Thank you, Brent. Very nice. Oh, oh, oh watch it. There we go. Perfect. Okay, guys, the reason we do a tug of war with three verse one, the odds weren't really, they weren't really fair for Tyler, um, just to be honest, because his group as a whole, they would be stronger than just him by himself. I mean, that makes sense, right? If we're standing by ourselves, if it's just me versus whatever I'm facing, one-on-one, -on -one, maybe, okay. But against three people, those odds really aren't that fair. Did anybody here actually believe Tyler was going to win? That's what I'm talking about. Tyler, we love you, man. We believe in you, all right? Except for your group. They actually kind of owned you. But regardless of that, group life, y'all, in this series tonight, we're going to talk about why as a whole we're better when we are with each other. And we're really stronger with each other. But I got a couple examples first for you guys. First, if y'all check the screens, I believe we should have a picture of the 300 Spartans. Yes, if you guys know the story of the Battle of Thermopylae, one of the most famous battles of all time where there were hundreds of thousands of Persians in about 400 uh, B.C., 460 B.C., and they were trying to come and overtake Greece. And Sparta 
They were known as this is. I want to be sure I wasn't too old. Okay. Guys, and they decided we're not giving up anything. We're going to fight, and we're going to fight together as one team in this thing known as a phalanx. That was the formation that they have here. And if you guys know the phalanx, they literally stand shoulder by shoulder as one big group together as a team. Hoorah. That's right. So, guys, the 300, as you know, they ultimately lost, but not because of what they were facing. The reason they lost was somebody came from behind them and, and circled them in. At the end of the day, though, the message that they sent from teamwork and believing in their country and believing in being one, it actually brought all of Greece together to be able to defeat Persia. That's pretty cool, right? There's a lot of power in being together like in the phalanx. Next, we've got Mean Girls. Hey, you know what today is, right? Yes, all the girls are like, da 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 All the guys are like, what is this? Hey, well, since it's Wednesday, you know as Mean Girls, we wear pink, right? Any girls in here wear pink? Everybody knows this. Guys, today is National Mean Girl Day because in the movie, uh, the guy that Lindsay Lohan likes so much asks him what is today, and she says, oh, today? Today is October the 3rd, right? It's, it's National Mean Girls Day. And, y'all, if you've seen this movie, Lindsay Lohan's really not that mean when she's by herself. But when she's around all those other girls, what happens? She's like a pit bull. She's just cruel, man. All of a sudden, just crazy. Guys, when you're with other people, it'll bring out some of your strengths. And it will really accentuate who you are as an individual. It'll definitely make you a lot more powerful and a lot more mean in this situation. And then last but not least, the last picture I have for you guys is, I think, one of the most powerful groups of all time. Yes, yes. And if you could tell here, this is actually the original Avengers from, from the first movie, where you've got Hulk. And Tyler, I thought you were about to go Hulk up here. I know you went easy on him. That's why I like you, man. So you got Hulk. You also got Iron Man. You got Thor. And then you got Cap, right? And yeah, absolutely. Guys, in the Avengers, the reason they are really and truly so powerful, it's their power together. And if they want to overcome Thanos in the next movie, they're going to have to do it together. Because everybody else is, bye-bye, gone. Because as a whole, I think we could all really and truly agree that all of these groups, whether it's the Spartans, whether it's Mean Girls, whether it's Avengers, whether it's Tyler's small group up here, when we're with other people, guys, we're just stronger than being by ourselves. It's just, it's just the way it is. And I want you guys to think of it this way. When you do life with a group, the people that you circle up with from 8 to 8.30, the people that you text throughout the week with your small group leader who's here every week and they love you to death. When you do life with a group, you're stronger together. You're like the Avengers. You're like 300. Hopefully you're not too much like Mean Girls, right? But guys, there's power when you're with other people. We're going to talk about that tonight. And specifically, I want to jump to the book of, well, I just went back to pu puberty. Excuse me there. I just jump, 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 jump. <laughs> guys, we're going to jump to the book of Mark. Okay, and as we jump into the book of Mark, we're going to look at Mark's account. Uh, what happened here when a group of people, just like y'all, five friends decided to do something a little bit different. Five friends decided to take a leap of faith, and all of a sudden they saw how powerful they could really and truly be together. Hey, listen, if it's your first time uh, to Impact, like I said, we're glad you're here. If you're here and you come every week and you're still not really sure 100% about this whole God, this whole Jesus thing, you're kind of just cruising, going through the motions right now, we're glad you're here. 
We're, we're so excited you're here. But what we're going to talk about tonight is real and is powerful because I want you guys to know that the people that you sit, you're sitting next to right now, guys, you have such abilities and you have such a great opportunity right now to build each other and to make each other stronger and to see God do some incredible things in your life. So I want you guys to think who you're next to right now. I want you to turn next to them, put an arm around them, say, hey, man, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, there you go. Let's do it. Right, right. And I want you guys to say, hey, listen, I want you to look at them as you got like your nasty deodorant arm. You haven't put it on in like three or four weeks. I want you to look at them and say, hey, man, we're powerful together. Tell them you're powerful together. Yeah, okay. Lydia, good job. Good job, Lydia. I like that. We're powerful together. We are stronger together. Awesome. All right, now since we've, we've spread every disease and germ and nonsense around in here, I want to get back to this story for Mark, okay? Hey, guys, stay with me. Some of the sixth graders, like, literally have each other in permanent headlocks. That's going to be fun. Okay. Guys, we are stronger together. And this group of friends, they had one friend who was paralyzed, and he could not walk. He couldn't even get up. And back then, they didn't have wheelchairs. They didn't have uh, scooters. They didn't have bikes. They didn't have any of those things, really, for people to get around. So if somebody had a disability like that and they couldn't walk, they just had to sit. And they would just basically stay in one place. That sounds like a horrible, terrible way to live. And all of a sudden, these group of friends, there's five of them, and they hear about this Jesus guy. And there's four of them that say, dude, I don't know what about this Jesus guy. I keep hearing people talk about him. This sounds crazy. Like he's healing people. Like he spits in mud. And all of a sudden, he puts on people's eyes and they can see. And they're like, oh, my goodness, that's crazy. Like he walks on water. You know, like apparently, he can heal people who can't even walk. And I feel like when they heard that, they all looked at each other like, we got to take him. We got to do something for, for our boy over here, Bob. We got to do something for Bob. Bob is just sitting here, dude, and I'm getting so bored sitting with Bob all the time. All he does is, like, sit here and just, like, count people walking by, and we got to do something different because I'm trying to change Bob's life. Bob has more potential. Some of y'all have some Bobs in your life right now, friends who have more potential, but they're not living it. And guess what this group of friends do? They hear Jesus is coming to town. They hear he's coming to Capernaum. So they said, hey, guess what we're going to do, guys? We are going to take Bob to Jesus. Hopefully you guys don't know anybody personal in your life known Bob, like your dad or something. I'm really sorry if that's the case. But we're going to use Bob today as a person who couldn't walk. He was on the map. And they said we're going to Capernaum. We're going to see this Jesus guy. And I feel like Bob was probably sitting there, and he was probably sitting there like just, just discouraged, man. He was probably in a place where he's tried everything his whole life, and he probably didn't really know what to believe anymore. But when his friend said, hey, I'm going to give you a ride. Let's go somewhere. Bob was probably like, this is going to be great. I'm actually going to be able to go and, like, see things. This is awesome. Let's go and experience some countryside and meet some people. Sure, I'll give it a chance. So they literally pick up Bob, four of them, and they have to carry him all the way to Capernaum, which is miles away. Some of y'all don't want to walk miles to your mailbox. Like, you won't even, like, walk to your front door if there's, like, a... Somebody there at the house to see you. Oh, no, Mom, I'm not going to get up to talk to you. I'll just send you a text. What? They walked miles to get Bob to see this Jesus guy, okay? And check out what happens when they go. The verses are going to pop up over here for us. And it says, a few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he'd come home. They gathered, though, in such large numbers that there was no room left. Not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Y'all, we're talking like big numbers here. Like the house was packed. 
You know, like at Christmas or Thanksgiving time and everybody's in the kitchen because everybody wants to eat and you don't want to like be the last person in line to get food because then you'll only get like the leftovers and the nasty corner pieces. Like it was that crowded in a house. Nobody else could get in the house. There, I feel like there would have been a line out to the street just to get close to the front door. And these four guys come up and it says that uh, some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man, Bob, carried by four of them. And can you imagine how exhausted you would be? You had to walk there. There was no Uber back then. And they had to walk all the way to Capernaum carrying somebody. Any of y'all good carrying groceries like when your mom goes to the store, like into the house? I heard somebody complaining about that the other day. I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? Goodness gracious. They carried Bob, who couldn't walk, all the way there. They get there. The house is packed. Sorry, dude, you can't come in. Seat's taken. You can't sit here. All this stuff. It was terrible. It was awful. And guess what they decided to do? This is really cool. They'll keep going. They didn't walk home. They didn't leave. They said, Bob, we came too far, man. I got to get you saved. This Jesus guy, I've heard stuff about him. He's going to save you. And watch what happens. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, <laughs> they climbed the roof. Yeah, whoa. They didn't. <laughs> whoa. They climbed the roof. And they decide to make an opening in the roof. Like a hole in the roof. Now, the roof back then was different than what we know as roofs today, right? It was, more, it was made more of like uh, some soil and some, and some dirt and some compost and some rock, but it was still very, very, very heavy material. And what we believe happened, Jesus is in there talking to everybody, teaching, and all that. Can you imagine like if all of a sudden like the ceilings just started like just coming down? Like, hey, excuse us, we'll be right down. Hold on. We're just going to move some stuff. Let me toss this. Yeah, excuse me, I'm going to toss this down here. Hey, Jesus, keep talking. We'll be there in a minute. They make a hole, and this hole is not like a tiny hole like you peep through a door and like at a hotel. This was a hole big enough to let somebody down in who was paralyzed on a mat. So it had to be a very, very, very big hole because they were not going to drop him down like he was doing a pencil. That just wouldn't work, okay? He's not, they're not going to just jump him in. So it was a huge hole, and they finally decide after all of this, they lower him in. I think that's fascinating. It says that they lowered, the, they lowered the mat the man was lying on. Now, if I was Jesus, I'd, I'd, I guess he kept teaching and kept being able to pay attention because he's Jesus. But that would have been so hard. Can you imagine? Like, what is going on up there? Okay. And then everybody there was probably just fascinated with the whole situation and what was going on. And, and look what it says happens. It says, Jesus sees this. And when Jesus saw their faith. He said to the paralyzed man, hey, son, your sins are forgiven. What that basically meant at the time, there were some religious teachers in the house that were hanging out there. And they said, oh, you can't do that. You can't forgive sins. Only God can forgive sins. Well, Jesus is like, hey, bro, <laughs> tis I. Hey, I know everything about you. I know what you're thinking. I know how you feel in your heart right now. and You're upset with me, but I'm actually the son of God. And it's so cool. Because Jesus says, okay, you guys are upset at me about this. All right, you, you think that I can't forgive his sins because you think I'm not God. I get it. I get it. You, you don't think I'm God. Jesus tells him this. He says, okay, well, how about this, Bob? Bob, is that what his name is, Bob? Okay, Bob. I'll tell you, Bob, get up. Take your mat and go home. His friends are still probably on the roof like, watch, this is about to go down. This is crazy. Bob gets up. He takes his mat 
he walks out in full view of everybody. In other words, he was like right in the middle of the room. His friends are on the roof jumping, going crazy, probably like doing backflips off the roof, so excited. Everybody around there is like, this dude was paralyzed. And he just told him to get up, take his mat, and go home. This is crazy. And what's really cool about this, guys, is that everybody who was sitting there on the ground, seeing Jesus heal this Bob guy, this amazed everybody, Mark says. And they all praised God. Saying, we have never seen anything like this before. Talk about the influence of a group. If we can go back to that uh, verse, Aaron, I didn't tell I was going to do this, but I want to go back to the, the verse where he talked about their faith. Yes, right there, perfect. Guys, the reason Bob was healed was right there. When Jesus saw their faith, it doesn't say anything at all about Jesus seeing Bob's faith. It doesn't say anything at all about Bob asking Jesus to heal him. When Jesus saw the friends, the four guys who walked all the way to Capernaum, who got to a crowded house and a crowded street and couldn't get into Jesus, and then said, let's climb the roof, yo. And then they climbed the roof, and even crazy when they're on the roof, let's just tear a hole in it and drop them down. This Jesus guy has to be the one that can save him. I know he can save him. I believe it. I've seen it. Like, I know for a fact, like, everybody talks about this dude, like, being the one guy who can save and heal anybody. I believe it. When Jesus saw their faith, the man was healed. Hey, y'all, I know a lot of you guys have friends in your life right now who are struggling with different things. I know you have friends in your life right now who might say, I'm never, ever going to church. I never want to believe in Jesus. I never want to talk to God again. I don't want any of that. And maybe you feel like you're giving up hope on them. And hey, guys, like we're talking about tonight, we're stronger together. And I want you to know there is power when you guys have faith together. The reason Bob was healed was because the guys carried him and they believed. And Jesus saw that faith that was so powerful and unbelievable that Bob was healed. So let's go, if we can, Aaron, back to where we were. We'll go next. Yeah, perfect. And next one more. And, yep. Guys, what we said earlier, when you do life together, you're stronger in a group. But bottom line, point blank period for tonight, I want to encourage you guys right where you were. Guys, we're stronger when we're together. We really and truly are. And even cooler than that, we're stronger when we're together. But when we believe together, hey, listen, in your small group with the guys that you meet with from 8 to 830, with the girls you meet with from 8 to 830, with the people that you talk with throughout the week, when y'all believe together, when you pray together, when you talk about real and honest and open things going on in your life together as a group, some amazing, awesome, crazy things can happen. They really can. Like Bob getting healed. I don't know about y'all, but I would have loved to see something like that. Hey, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were really, really fortunate here at the summit. And I say we were fortunate because of what you guys did and what these groups did. Uh, in April, uh, one of the seventh grade girls leaders, yeah, yeah, absolutely, give it up for April, right, and her girls, uh, and a lot of the other groups, uh, I know that Josh and Carissa, uh, the Brights, they brought a lot of things, and their students brought a lot of things. Hey, y'all, when Hurricane Florence hit, as you know, a few hundred miles away on the coast, it's a hard time, and there needed to be some amazing things that could happen. Right? And for whatever reason, you guys here at the summit, 
right? Right here at Impact, y'all decided that this is a time to do something awesome together as a group. We believe that we need to help these people. We believe we need to support these people. We believe we need to help them make it better and try and get back on their feet. And you guys brought supplies on Wednesday night. And, dude, there were so many supplies that the two cars were packed so full that they had to leave early and they couldn't accept any more supplies. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I don't even know if they know that. I don't even know if uh, Luann and April know that. I still have some, some things in my office, actually, that were dropped off because we just couldn't, we couldn't fit anything else in y'all's SUVs, too. That's awesome, guys. When we believe together, amazing things, yeah, they can happen. And then even cooler, we did something uh, last week. We talked about trying to donate money uh, here at the church for Hurricane Florence relief. And we did it in main service, and we did it here at Impact. And I was talking with some of y'all. I was talking with one of the senior guys who donated $100. Unbelievable, right? And because you guys gave and because you guys did this, and you believe together as a group and we're stronger together as a group, we were able to raise almost $34,000 as a church that went directly to disaster relief, right, and helping those families and those communities. That's awesome stuff. So I know you might say, ah, well, you know, I'm looking for a Bob miracle. Okay, well, don't worry about a Bob miracle right now. There's amazing things happening right here already, all around us. And I'll encourage you guys with that. And I know some of y'all might be sitting out here in group life, and you might say, well, you know, I'm facing things right now in my life. And I'm going to be honest, I don't really want to face them with my group. I really don't. I sit with these people uh, once a week. I don't really respond in group text. I don't really talk to my leader as much as I should. They're always so kind to me, but I'm never really open and honest with them. I never even, I don't even say bye. I just storm off to my minivan. Well, that's probably because you have a minivan. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> sorry for your mom. I, please don't tell your parents that. For the record, <laughs> I tried to get Whitney to get a minivan for our new baby on the way, and Whitney said, uh, no way. So, Guys, some of us right now, we're facing things in our life by ourselves. And I tell you what, it's not fun to do that. So I said, you know, since we're talking about being stronger together as a group, let me see if I can, if I can do something here. Because I thought, well, yeah, we, are, we certainly are stronger when we're together. And I know things that we're facing in life right now, like some of y'all might be facing like family problems or health problems. You know, somebody in your life that you really, really love could be really, really sick with cancer or they could have just passed away from something like that. And you say, I need to keep that to myself. I can deal with it by myself. I don't want to tell my group about it. I don't want to pray about it. I don't want any help with it. I'm going to do it by myself. Well, I'm sorry if that's you. Or you could be facing something right now like your parents going through a divorce. That's not fun for anybody. Let's just toss these. All right. School and grades. Problems with that? Yes. Don't act like you guys are all perfect attendant students. I hope you are. It'd be great if you were. But that could be you guys facing these issues by yourself. You don't realize what people are dealing with next to you in the same group. We're going to toss that over there. You guys could be dealing with something in your faith. Some of y'all might act like everything's perfectly fine with your relationship and your walk with God right now. But you don't really want to be open and honest about how you really feel and how you feel like God hasn't answered you in a long time. And you just feel like you're by yourself. And you feel like you pray, but nobody's there. That could be you. Uh, a breakup. Do I have any to say anything? If you're facing a breakup, somebody that you dated for so long, and now you're like, you know, I'm not going to mention this to anybody. I'm going to face it by myself. Good luck with that. Uh, jobs. Some of y'all trying to get in jobs, trying to apply for jobs. Your parents might be trying to do stuff with jobs, and jobs just aren't working out. Your money's a tight spot for you. Face it alone. Uh, college. 
or no college acceptance. That's another big one for our seniors. Where are you going to go to college? That could be something that's really heavy. I'm going to toss that. I'm going to pick these up in a minute. Don't worry. Uh, identity. Identity is huge. Some of you guys might look in the mirror and say, the things I'm facing, nah, nobody else faces them. And I look at myself, I don't like the way I look. Since if I don't even like the way I look, then nobody else is going to like the way I look. So, yeah, I can't deal with my identity. I don't, I'm trying to figure out who I am. That's probably a lot of us. I know I still struggle with that. Uh, anxiety and depression. It's tough for everybody. Social media makes it a lot worse. Friendships. You might be dealing with friendship problems, and you feel like you don't really have any true friends anymore. You keep it in to yourself instead of doing something about it and talking to your group. And lastly, bullying. Bullying is something else that is real in middle school. It's real in high school. And I'll be honest, it's real when you grow up. And if you face all these things by yourself, you know it's crazy what will happen? One by one, if you go after the things in your life that are beating you up right now, they're so heavy to you right now that you are struggling facing by yourself, they're going to break you. All of them. They'll go one by one, and it's going to break you. And it's going to keep going. And this is a bad one. This is faith. But you know what's really cool, guys? And the best part about this probably is this. If you guys decided to face some of these things by yourself, you can get broken. But if you say, hey, you know what? I'm going to face them with my small group. Or even better, I'm going to do something and try and face them with four or five of my closest friends. And if you guys ever try and break something, break a pencil one by one, it's okay. But when you have a whole group of them, I don't care if you're Tyler and you have the Hulk strength. You can't break them. As hard as I possibly would try, we are so much stronger together that if we are together going through life, going through breakups, going through parents' divorce, going through family problems, going through health problems, going through school problems, going through relationship issues, going through identity crisis, going through all the problems that we face in middle school, high school, as leaders, as adults, if we face them by ourselves, we're going to be broken. I promise you, you will. But if you face them together, guys, you're going to be so strong that I promise you, they won't break you. I don't care how hard those issues might try, they're not going to be able to break you. They can't do it. I think I'm going to get lead in my finger before I break it. You can't break it. Hey, guys, I want to encourage you with whatever it is you're facing right now, Please, impact, listen, please do not let that issue and that thing that is so big and so heavy on your heart and in your life right now, don't let it break you down here. Just don't. Because you got people around you right now who want to help you and support you and journey with you. Guys, and you can be like Mean Girls. They had a great click. You could be like the Avengers. You could be like 300 and the Spartans. Or you could be like those four friends that Bob had that literally because of their faith, man, they saved him and they made it. That's our prayer for y'all, for your small groups. We hope you guys can come together and you can face these things together, whatever they may be, because we are stronger together. Hey, we're getting ready to sing a song. And guys, this song is a really, really powerful song. It's called No Longer Slaves. And we've talked about this song a lot, and we've sang it a lot. But I want you guys to sing it tonight. I want you to think about what is so heavy on your heart right now that you walked in these doors with, <laughs> that you're wearing on your face, that you tucked in your heart, and you're smiling, trying to cover up. I want you to know 
that Jesus wants you to give that to him and let him take that completely away from you. And that's true. You won't be a slave to it anymore. And even better, Jesus surrounded you with a small group and with a leader who loves you, who wants to help you take that away. I pray that you guys can be open and honest and real with your groups and that you guys will know you're stronger together. And as we sing this song, man, hand that over to them and know that we're stronger together. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all these awesome students. God, for these awesome leaders. God, I pray that we can really and truly have faith to be open and honest with one another, God. That we can have a desire in our heart to do amazing things with each other. God, I pray that we can, we can be real about things that we're struggling with in our life. Things that we're struggling with our family, with our friends, with our relationships, with our identity, with ourselves. God, help us. Help me. Thank you for these groups that are here. For these relationships that are being made from the 6th graders all the way up to the 12th graders. God, and I pray that we can cherish our time in groups that we can try and stand together. Help us to stop facing these issues by ourselves because we know they're going to break us. But God, if we get partnered up with a couple people, and if there's three or four or five of us, that we can have the same faith that ultimately saved that man that was on the mat. Father, we love you, and we're so thankful for your son Jesus who takes all these things and allows it all to be possible for us. And it's in his name right now. They're getting ready to sing. And we're going to celebrate. And we're going to surrender ourselves right to him. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.